0: Welcome into the PutCraft podcast. My name is Reed Nelson. Tonight's Youth League debut is in the books, and this is an instant reaction to that event. Owen Pendleton victorious one over 99 including two aces one on four one on ten had a really 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 solid evening went 53 on the front 18 and knocked off seven strokes on the back 18 interestingly enough of the five players that played Only two of them had better back 18s than front 18s. Um, And we can talk a little bit more about that in a bit. Cameron Asilius comes in in second place at six over par 104. It should be noted that earlier this summer, Cameron uh participated in the open league event at Veterans Memorial Park and registered a seven under 91 and you know, I, I I say this a lot. That's sports. Sports are weird like that. Um, you know, you ha- have to think that he was disappointed adding 13 strokes to a uh you know to, to an event that he had just done a couple months prior. He did ace 15. He is now only the third player to have ever aced 15, I believe, in 91 attempts. Mike Pendleton and Sean Brown did it earlier this year. Interestingly enough, Pendleton and Brown did it back to back in their group. Albert Schmidt comes in in third place at 15 over par. Uh, Victor Zhang comes in at fourth place at 31 over par. Victor knocked off 21 strokes off of his front 18 to his back 18. If you look at hole eight through 13, this is just for Victor. Now he went on his front 18. He went six, six, three, six, six, seven. And on his back 18, he went three, three, five, two, three, three. So Uh, If I'm doing some quick math in my head, that is a lot of strokes that he took up in those uh, seven or so holes. Abby Yang comes in uh, in fifth place at 32 over par. Um, Everybody gets a top five finish tonight because we only had five players. This was our smallest event in Puttcraft history. Uh, We've had events of seven players before, but never five I'm totally fine with it. Everybody had a blast tonight. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, there were high fives. There were friends being made. It, 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 it was a really, really, really good event. Uh, four events tonight. Owen Pendleton twice on hole four and hole 10. Cameron Ascelius once again on hole 15, as I just mentioned. And Abby Yang actually had the first, uh, ace of the night on hole four if uh you know the exercise that i just did with victor uh front 18 back 18 you know you could you could do it the opposite way as well um with uh you know with a couple players and you know i i'm not going to go into it too much other than to say that this course plays pretty inconsistent and you know, a lot of you made it very well known to me. Uh, this May, I believe we were there in May. Uh, the course is in rough shape, and 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 I agree. You know, you're the ones playing it, and and I agree with you. Um, tonight, it it seemed to be. Uh, I don't want to say substantially worse, but worse. I I think these courses reach a point where, um, it becomes, it it becomes kind of an exponential. It gets worse and worse and worse, quicker and quicker and quicker. Um, you know, and, and I think Veterans Memorial is at that point now. I could see a scenario where we don't play there next year um, unless they get new turf. Uh, but we don't really need to look into that quite yet. Um, had a really good time tonight, uh, despite, you know, and, and, and last thing I'll say, the Tin Cups aren't even the issue to me you know the some of the cups raise up a little bit out of the ground and and really kind of have that, uh, that 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 kind of that hill or that mound that you have to climb up to something i noticed with abby yang very early in the night is that she really was hitting Uh, golf balls hard and when she hit them straight i'm talking about from four to six feet when she hit them straight it really benefited her because she was able to go right over that lip uh and 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 you know took away any break that there was potentially on the hole Uh, as long as you hit it straight it's it's going to go in um a lot of the time if we look hole by hole, you know, there were a couple of holes that gave folks trouble tonight. Hole one was one of them. Now, I should note that everybody started on hole one tonight. It was a small enough group where we were able to start everybody on hole one. Only three par four pars registered on hole one um, and and no birdies. Victor Zhang actually had two pars on hole one. Hole two, equally as troubling, you know, and, and, and both of those holes are very deceiving. They look pretty straightforward. And, you know, especially if you don't have a lot of experience with the course, you might take those two holes pretty lightly, only to figure out that, you know, a three foot putt is, is just not a gimme on on those holes uh three pars on hole two no birdies abby yang actually came out with two pars on that hole hole three we did end up with one birdie it's our first birdie of the night cameron Haselius took a two on hole three hole four we did see two aces this evening owen pendleton aced it on his back 18 Abby Yang aced it on her front 18 hole five we saw four birdies things got a little bit easier here at hole five there was only one uh, bogey on the night and it was actually a double bogey uh, from Abby Yang everything else was pretty clean there was four birdies Owen Pendleton had one Cameron Haselius had one Albert Schmidt had one and Victor Zhang had one Hole six, things got tough. And for those of you who know the course a little bit, hole six is the uh, the one where, you know, your ball can look like it's coming to a rest about two or three or four inches from the cup. And then all of a sudden it's 12 feet uh, back behind or towards the tee box. It's a really, really tricky hole. I don't think it's quite like hole eight at Centennial Lakes. It's actually not like hole eight at Centennial Lakes. I think this is, I think this is a good hole. It's a challenging hole, um, but I think Victor had a shot tonight where it just was unfair. It it really looked like it was about to settle about again four or five inches from the cup, and then all of a sudden it just it hit a hill and it was backwards. Um, and this is again hole six. If we look at Owen Cameron and Albert, they all went birdie par uh victor really struggled on this hole so did abby again it's a really 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 difficult hole hole seven we saw four birdies abby yang had one albert schmidt had one cameron aselius had one and owen pendleton had one same thing on hole seven uh and guess uh no, excuse me. That was hole seven. Hole eight. Uh the first double birdie of the evening. Owen Pendleton had birdies, birdies on eight both times, his front eighteen and his back eighteen. Cameron Salius birdied that on his back eighteen. Hole nine was another tough one. No birdies on hole nine. A lot of red if you look at the uh, leaderboard. Albert Schmidt with a par. Owen Pendleton with a par. Hole ten, Owen Pendleton ended up with an ace on ten. He also had a birdie on ten. Cameron Aselius with a birdie on 10 as well. Hole 11, almost a perfect uh, hole for everybody tonight. We had a lot of birdies, uh, including double birdies from Owen Pendleton, Cameron Heselius, and Abby Yang. Uh, hole 12, very similar uh, double birdies from Owen Pendleton and Cameron Aselius. Albert Schmidt also registered a birdie. Hole 13, Albert Schmidt was the only one to register a birdie on hole 13. Hole 14, only two birdies, Victor Zhang and Owen Pendleton. Hole 15, again, we talked about this earlier. Cameron DeCelius with an ace on hole 15. This was a tricky hole for a couple of people. Owen Pendleton actually took a six on this hole on his front 18, but recovered on his back 18 with a three. Hole 16, I'm not sure what to say. A lot of red, uh, a lot of double bogeys. In fact, every single player tonight double bogeyed 16. Albert Schmidt had a par on 16 on his back 18 hole 17 of course many of you know of the 200 and some odd i don't i don't remember 280 holes on the 89 289 i think holes on the Puttcraft circuit this is my least favorite of the holes it also happens to be a par three um lots of twos tonight owen Pendleton two twos victor Zhang two twos abby yang two twos um and then cameron and uh, albert had a two and a three and then hole 18 again one of those very deceiving holes uh looks pretty straightforward but looks can be absolutely deceiving uh only three birdies on that one tonight albert schmidt victor Zhang, and abby yang all registered birdies i thought tonight was a really big success um it was obviously you know Different from the open league events, and that's totally fine. Um, it's a good thing, it's a good thing. Um, I learned quite a bit. Uh, Tonight, and I'm I'm excited to have a couple of youth league events next year. I I think you know we're we're going to shoot for three. Um, You know, we kind of kind of wanted to get one under our belt this season, uh, and now we can kind of move forward next season with some new information and some new knowledge. I still need to spend the night to kind of really, you know, focus in on on what we would do differently next year. But, you know, it's just sort of a different vibe, if I'm being honest. Uh, you know, let I me, mean, let I me, mean, I should probably think more about what I'm about to say here, but it's fine. This is an instant reaction. So, you know, you can quote me on it, but uh, don't hold me to it, if you will. With Open League events, there's a real nice split between fun and co- competition. Right. People are cheering each other on, which has always been a really cool uh, 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 thing. You know, a lot, a lot of first timers to put craft will be like, everybody's really supportive of everybody else. I thought this was going to be more competitive, you know, but it is competitive. People are competing. It's like a kind of a 75-25 split a, a, a competition versus fun, if, if that makes sense. Tonight, it was it was almost it was flipped. You know, the vibe, the energy was just different. Um, Players weren't necessarily as concerned with their scores. Um, They were, of course. Everybody wants to score really well and do really well. Don't get me wrong. But it almost felt like there was this, you know, they were chasing aces. Right. That moment where everybody could see it and kind of, you know, give them that high five. Um, and again, this is not just, this is not a good thing. This is not a bad thing. This is just an observation, um, you know, where they're where they're really, really chasing that moment. And, you know, there might be some projection going on here uh, uh, for, for, for my mind. And, you know, what does that mean for the future of youth leagues? I don't know. You know, maybe it means larger groups. You know, maybe it means groups of five, right? Like maybe everybody tonight could have been in one group. I think it would have been fine. It would have been a little slower, but I think it would have been fine, you know, and to, to kind of really, really stress that community. Um, five might be pushing it, but four certainly isn't. We sometimes do four for open leagues. So I, I think that's one of the things that I that I learned is that re- really they're chasing that moment, that ace, that big shot, that, you know, that cheer from the crowd. And don't get me wrong. Everybody's kind of chasing that moment. Um, but I, I think for the open folks, th- the moment they're chasing is the victory, right? They don't necessarily care. Like, I would be willing to bet that if you asked Eric Eric Acelius, hey, Eric, this next event or these next three events, you're not going to ace a single hole and you're going to win two of them. Would you take that trade? He'd be like, "Absolutely, I'd take that trade," right? Because, you know, th- for 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 the open leagues, it's more about winning the event. For the youth leagues, I think it's more about that moment, if that makes sense. Um, it makes sense to me. And I again, I might be doing some projecting here, but uh, so larger groups is is one of the things. Um, one of the players brought up. I go, I go, I brought up. I, I'm not going to say who the player was, but I go, what could have made tonight better? what would you have enjoyed you know g- give me some free market research please and they said um i think we should get a mulligan <laughs> one one mulligan per night and we're not going to do that but i do i do like i do like that i do like that attitude i do like that idea um again it's supposed to be fun uh you know one redo if you will couldn't hurt um but but no that that i I didn't, I didn't have the heart to tell him that, that we weren't going to do that. And i listen, I'll sleep on it, but the answer is still going to be no in the morning. Um, but yeah, overall, a really successful night, um, had a lot of fun, lots of smiling faces, lots of great energy. Um, also if I'm being honest, kind of glad that it was a smaller group, um, you know, with, with the youth, there. um, you know, with with the open leagues, like in Duluth at Rogue Eagle, I was able to spread out the new players, um, uh, strategically, in groups that um, had veterans in them. Couldn't really do that tonight. I did lean on Cameron Asilius. I do lean on him a lot uh, for tonight. But, you know, if there would have been 12 or 14 players tonight, there's only one Cameron Asilius. There was only one me. There's only one Sheila. Um, So I'm kind of glad that that, that we had... um, A smaller group that brings up another thing. Somebody did ask me, why is the entry fee higher for the youth leagues? And that's the reason. The reason is, is that as youth leagues grow, I'm going to need spotters throughout the course. Um, I'm not going to need spotters on each hole, but I'm going to need spotters, um, you know, three of two or three of them throughout the course that can assist with rules questions, with scoring questions, that sort of thing. Um, until we get enough players who have played in two, three, four, five events where, where that won't be needed as much. Okay. That's all for tonight. Uh, Monday night we will be e-league will be returning at loon's nest i am going to make a post this week that says these are all the players that are not eligible for e-league i want to say there is about oh actually let me just roll it off to you real quick um Okay. My document's not going to load. So, um, Oh, here we go. So, uh, again, if you know, top five finish percentage over 40%. So real quick, Sean Brown, Matt Rolstead, Eric Celius, Zach Celius, Tom Loftus, Sean Anderson, Anthony Dunkel, Dan Wesley, Josh Benish, Jeff Woodfield, Joe Holm, Joel Brown, Justin Hackman. Um, Nick Brown is actually eligible. He's only played in one event, um, uh, RJ dusak is not eligible. Um, Dan Radke is eligible. He's only played in two events. He has a fifty percent rating there. And there's quite a few players who have played in one event, but if, if and uh, so are eligible. Again, if you have three or less events, you are eligible. So I'm going to make a little uh, handy dandy guide for all of you out there who uh, have questions. But Monday night, Loon's Nest E League, we will see some of you there.